What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Compulsive Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter Whittem. You can find this podcast at compulsive.com. Hopefully, the storm noise here in Texas won't overlap on this podcast. Let's go ahead and get into this. What are we going to talk about in this episode? Well, I had a great question come to me the other day, and I'm sure it's one that comes up a lot. And if you are any kind of Apple platform developer, someone's probably asked you this. Should I work with UIKit or SwiftUI? And the answer to that is never simple, but I'm going to try and answer it, and I'm going to tell you what I told them in this episode. So I broke it down like this. First of all, I said, well, you know, UIKit uh, is, you know, it's been around a long time, and, you know, we have storyboards, or you can do it in pure code. Those are very well thought out been around a long time so there's a good community behind it there's lots of tutorials lots of support and lots of community help if you need it along with tutorials and reference material and all of that kind of thing so that's a huge plus for it however it's clear that apple would like us to entertain more swift ui so you know on the swift ui side it is still developing. There is lots of work still to be done. I'm sure Apple would admit, well, they may not admit it in public, but they, hopefully they recognize that. It's very new. A lot of us are still trying to figure out how to use it, how to work with it, how to achieve the results that we want. A lot of time when I go looking for answers, I don't necessarily find great support material out there at this time which is not surprising. It's still a very new technology. Like I say, it's it's very much in that early Swift years where lots of things are changing as well from release to release. So it's not as mature, nowhere near as mature as say like UIKit, something like that. However, that doesn't mean it's terrible. It just means that you're going to struggle with it probably a lot more, but you should certainly shouldn't discount it. In fact, depending on what your application is or where you want to take it or what platform it's on, Swift UI may well be the best answer for you. For example, you know, as we know, widgets um, and things like that are very much built with Swift UI. In fact, on some of them, Apple, you know, leaves you no option but to use Swift UI. If you're going to do something for the Apple Watch, Swift UI is a good option there as well. Now, when it comes to working between the two, you've got to ask yourself, I think, you know, what's my app and, and how, am I, how am I planning to distribute it, as in what platforms? If you're going to go multi-platform, I think you will have an easier time with SwiftUI because it works better with different screen sizes and layouts and those kind of things where you don't have to essentially work as hard to get them to work properly. Now, that said, I personally have found if I want to do anything, quote unquote, you know, complicated or, you know, the some controls just don't exist in SwiftUI, then I very quickly hit a roadblock and wish that I had done it in like UIKit, something like that. Now, again, this very much depends on what your application is going to be. Time for a break. Time for a break. Hey, everybody. It's Peter Whittem here from the Compulsive Podcast. I'm going to tell you about SetApp. SetApp is a service that provides a subscription fee of just $10 a month, and you get access to over 200 Mac applications. And it's also available now on iOS as part of that deal. 
I use the service because it just has a ton of really good first-rate apps that I use all the time. And for me, it's invaluable as a developer to have access to tools for things like APIs, for planning projects, uh, writing emails, writing documentation. And you can get all of these things, including database apps, all of that kind of stuff, right there on the setup service for just $10 a month. You can use as many or as few applications as you need. If you're interested in checking this out, go to peterwidham.com, P-E-T-E-R-W-I-T-H-A-M dot com forward slash set app, S-E-T-A-P-P. And you can see the details there. And it's got a link that you can go over and start using the service and see how it works out for you. I strongly recommend this to every Mac user. Break time over. Break time over. Now, if you're asking from a learning perspective, I think if you have the chance and the time, you owe it to yourself to explore both avenues, because that is very much the world we live in at the moment. Just like, for example, it very much benefits you to know Objective-C and Swift, because a lot of apps out there still use both. A lot of jobs that you go for yeah, they're going to say, well, you know, we want, you know, years of Swift UI experience, Swift experience and Swift UI experience and things like that. We've all seen those kind of job posts with those ridiculous requirements. Um, but at the end of the day, you're going to find a lot of companies and a lot of apps will be built with Objective-C still or some mixture of both. Because unlike, you know, uh, independent developers or independent companies, apps, those kind of things, we can't just throw everything out and start over, right? There's always that legacy support. And it's the same with Swift UI and UIKit. So I think that, you know, it, you owe it to yourself if you can to support both. If you are learning from scratch today and you have the chance and it's not your day job, for example, do both. I think what you, if you have an idea for an app, you should try it in both and see which one you prefer. Not only do you have the benefit of figuring out which one is the harder one to do for your app, but you also have the benefit of that learning experience of both developing it for both of those UI platforms, which, in my opinion, is fantastic for you and your future career. I'm always, as you know, a proponent of constant learning, and I think that's a great way. Know how to do the same thing multiple ways is always a huge plus, but that's just my opinion. So I'm hoping this helps. There is no clear answer. Very much a case of pick the one that you think you want to work with unless you are going for some job or, you know, the job that you have now and they say, we are going to use technology X or we want to use technology X. That's going to define it for you. That's it. End of story, right? But I think you will find that you will benefit from having both. If I had to pick one, it's hard to say. I will say this. I do a lot of my prototyping with SwiftUI because it's very quick. It's very convenient to play around with UIs and things like that. Now, there's a lot of benefit for SwiftUI with data as well, but the learning curve is very different than doing it the older style where, you know, you, uh, you have storyboards or you maybe you put your visual components on the screen with code where you have absolute control and you know what's going to happen. Um, that's a bit, you know, those are very different areas with Swift UI. So you do have to watch out for that. But for example, if you are looking at something where you want to do multiple, 
you know, a lot of data intensive stuff with Swift and, um, you know, a lot of data presentation. Swift UI is definitely going to use less code and make it easier for you. But there are compromises as far as how well that's all integrated at the moment. So that is something to think about. I hope this has been helpful. I would love to hear your thoughts about this. Go to compileswift.com, leave your thoughts there, or you can go to peterwidham.com and, and leave your thoughts there as well. Uh, you know, also reach out to me on Twitter at compileswift. There is also a compileswift page now on Facebook. You can go to facebook.com forward slash compilesw. And let's get a conversation going about this because this is a very hot topic in our community. And it's going to be for a while because we're going to have to live with both technologies for quite a few years yet, I think. So definitely everybody should have an opinion and definitely everybody should be interested in where this goes. Let me know. Take care of yourselves. I will reach out to you in the next episode.